0: Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, your host of That Girl, the podcast. I'm an author, performer, two-time Emmy award winner, human relationship specialist, and founder at the wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. Each week I bring on inspiring people and experts in their field to have powerful, motivational, and enlightened conversations about relationships, self-development, and how you can live your most authentic life follow us for daily updates on myself and the podcast at that girl, the podcast and at Jackie Brubaker on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and our Patreon page. While you're at it, make sure to check out my new wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. If you're wanting to dig into developing more self-worth, be healthier about relationships and learn how to date smarter, go to loveyouevenmore.com and follow us on Instagram at loveyouevenmore. Welcome, Lara Briggio, to That Girl, the podcast. I'm very excited to have you on. You were a recommend from none other than Terry Cole, who is such an incredible woman. Just love her so much. And I asked her at the end of our podcast, who should I talk to you? Who would you recommend? And she recommended you. And I was like, great. And then here we are. So I'm going to just put this like this. This is what you do. You turn painful moments into possibilities. So talk to us about what that is. And then also, we had a really beautiful like session together. So let's talk about that. And I think everyone will truly understand who you are and what you do. And, and we'll just
1: start. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, it was so great to meet you. And And yes, we wound up getting into what my work is about through doing it when we met. Cause you were experiencing an upset in your own life. And I really believe from my own experience, I got into practicing energy work because that's what I do because I had chronic fatigue syndrome. It I was tired all the time. It was, it was a real pain point in my life for me because it inhibited me from being the person I wanted to be. I, Was exhausted all the time. When I would work out, I would get sick. And I was coming from a background of being a professional dancer and a personal trainer. And so here I was, this really physical person, and I couldn't be physical without literally getting sick. And I found something called Energy Medicine, a book by Donna Eaton, and started doing sessions with a practitioner here in New York City. And it was miraculous because at the time I was going to her home office, I had to climb up five flights of stairs. And after the first flight, I would literally have to stop and take yeah. a break. After doing the exercises she gave me regularly, by the second month I was seeing her, I bounded up all five flights with ease. And I was like, well, this is proof. This is working. I feel better. You know, there were all these physical milestones that I was able to... You know, cross and achieve, and really saw concrete results. That, and I have to realize I had been going from doctor to doctor to doctor for year after year after year with little relief. And then this was working. And not only did it work, and I noticed a different difference over time, but I could be in the moment and feel like my energy was dropping and do a quick exercise and immediately feel re-energized again and so it was really pretty phenomenal and so of course having had that experience I wanted to learn more.
0: (laughs) I I I I need this in my life forever. Yeah I went
1: absolutely I went through that whole program and learned that and then I got very interested in using energy work of all types to help with emotional issues, because one morning I woke up completely overwhelmed. It was a Saturday morning. I think we've all had this experience where we have a very long list of things to do, and the list seems so daunting that you can't even get started, so you kind of get stuck in procrastination mode. Mm-hmm. So that was me. And I found myself watching the news over in the same loop when the same news loop went oh, no. by like three times. I was like, Oh my God. And the time is just clicking by. And like, what am I going to get all this stuff done? Ah. And yeah. So I was getting more and more stressed. I said, like, you know what? I got to just go do that exercise that calmed me down before I went to sleep at night. I did it. I set my alarm for 15 minutes. I came back. I knocked five things off my list. I was like, anxiety procrastination gone. And so from that point forward when I saw the results of that I realized like wow you know I didn't even know that I was like walking around anxious most of my life until I had that experience where I alleviated my anxiety and in that 15 minute period felt the difference between anxious and then relaxed and how much more productive and effective I could be in the relaxed state, so I got more and more interested in how the meridian system, the Chinese meridian system, which acupuncturists use, actually acupressurists use, could affect the emotional, our emotional reactions to life. And the amazing thing is that the meridian system and also the chakra system and the Ayurvedic uh, medicine system, they affect you physically and emotionally so when you tap a point or you tap a chakra and you move energy through it you can not only feel physical benefits but also emotional ones as well so it's fascinating and it's just become my life's work so i help people you know with severe issues that can be as dramatic as long-term you know ptsd insomnia um chronic fatigue like i experienced Uh, And even just like limiting beliefs that have a tendency to come up that block you from doing things you know you want to do, but you can't seem to achieve.
0: Right. It's, it's huge. I mean, what you're doing is so important in, like you said, mental and physical, because they're so combined. If you have a mental block, it's going to show up in the body as a physical block. It just, it's a matter of time before that pain starts to pop up. And then you're like, Oh, Like um, right now I have a, (laughs) I feel like my knees are very telling. They're like usually fine. But then out of nowhere, they're like, we're not happy because something's off with you. And I'm like, crap, what is it? I mean, like go down the list, but yeah, like my right knee right now is very persnickety and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do all the physical things I'm supposed to do, but I'm pretty damn sure that it's like, you know, it's on the right side of my body. So it's your masculine. It's your knee. Pardon? Yes, yang side, your right. masculine side.
1: So that's the side that has that helps move you forward, helps you be in action, helps you assert who you are in the world. Okay, so I mean, if you want, I can just tap into it and see what's there for you. Would you like me to do that? Everybody. because sure, this is a, this is perfect.
0: Works? Yes, this is perfect for everyone. This is what she does, and it's incredible. So I'll just sit here and. And yes, I also
1: I it. also want to just say like what I'm doing right now. One, I have an app from Louise Hay that uh, has that I I like to pull up just to see what her the emotional underlying cause for her is. And um, mm-hmm. when I pull up Louise Hay's knee, uh, her the probable emotional cause behind knee problems is representing pride and ego. A new thought pattern would be, I am flexible and I am flowing. Let's see. I'm going to actually just say, I want you to say my right knee pain. Just say that for me. My right knee pain. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to muscle test myself as a surrogate for your body. Okay. So I'm going to be asking my body questions. If I were live with you, I'd be using your arm and I'd be asking your body yes or no questions and pressing on your arm to get your body's read on the answers to these questions. When I work online with people, I can do it with my
0: own body and ask the same questions. So i um, just going to first, ask- before you start, mm-hmm. tell people what muscle testing is, because I've done a lot of it. We've talked about this, but explain what it is, because if they're listening for the first time, they're like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is. So by the way, I didn't either before I went to my first energy medicine session. Right. And the woman said, put your arm out. And she had me say, press up, resist my pressure. And so as someone pushing down, you're pushing up and resisting the pressure. So when you're doing that, your body is going to be able to tell you if something is potentially weakening Or strengthening for you. Okay. Mm. Now, if I test specific acupuncture points or acupressure points that are, say, alarm points in your body that signify the health of a particular meridian, I can touch a point. And if that point is out of balance, your arm will go weaker. Okay. Okay. So, this is the way your body can talk to me and tell me, hey, Your bladder meridian, okay, is overactive or out of balance. Maybe it's your spleen meridian is out of balance or weak. And by taking a a read on all the meridians and asking your body about each one of them, I can understand maybe, you know, what's going on with you from a physical standpoint, but also from an emotional one, because each meridian has an emotional theme
0: as well as a physical function. Amazing. That right. makes sense? This, I, so, I make, yeah, I get it.
1: <laughs> so it's a, it's this, that's, and, and, and one of one I'll say to people is that I want to show you, and this is great that we're doing this together and you're going to experience and people will be a part of the experience because when you explain this, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't necessarily get it until you actually see it yeah. or have it done. And, and you'll get to see a little bit more of it now as we go through this mm-hmm. and understand what I'm talking about because I'm just saying these things and you're like, okay, but what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, and one of the things I have been told many, many times by a lot of people so much that I, I think it's it's a uh, it's something I guess kind of special about me is that I I'm very practical about this work. <laughs> Okay. I live in New York City I work with a lot of people that are very New York so they're like <laughs> super results oriented yeah. you know a lot of you know bankers lawyers um, you know really successful business people and you know the thing that is always said to me is that wow you really make sense out of this mm. you know my friend told me I had to see you and they tried to explain this and I didn't get it but being here, wow, the difference between I the way I feel before and after, yes. you just help me you just help me heal or help me process something I've been struggling with for months or years in a span of an hour. And yes. it's yes. remarkable. So they see the results. So I wouldn't even be doing this work. I know it seems a little woo-woo and a little out there, but it really is one of my clients who's a really successful businessman calls this practical magic. He's like, I need my practical magic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is though. And it's so interesting in the sort of healing arts, like you come into it totally skeptical and then you do it. And like, it works and you're like, how the hell did that work? That doesn't even make sense. It does, but it doesn't, right? Cause you're still so skeptical. But then once you start feeling your body change, watching your emotions change, and it stays like that. And you can, like you said, like when you had that moment where the anxiety was just, was just so overwhelming, you did a practice and you are like, oh, I'm ready to knock five things off my list. It really is that simple. So it's more of like having an open mind. <laughs> well,
1: and, and and really a lot of people find me when they're at their end of the rope where I was at the end mm-hmm. of my rope with chronic fatigue. And so I was looking for every answer. I was actually open-minded to try everything because medicine didn't Western medicine didn't work for me. Right. So I was like, please let something work. And yeah. luckily this did. And I really like it, liken it to it's it's a form of training, the way that I work because. The same way that you could train your body to run a marathon, you also can train your body to overcome emotional stress, mm-hmm. overcome insomnia, the symptoms of PTSD, like I talked about. You can also train your body to overcome limiting beliefs. So, if let's just say public speaking is really nerve wracking for you, that's a physical reaction to a specific right. stress. Doing these exercises that can Calm a sympathetic stress response in the face of that trigger can help you be able to then go in public speak without any anxiety at all because any anxiety at all because we've trained it out of you. That's the beautiful thing, and so it's very practical and it's and it's and it's very systematic. Um, It's just a question of trying to see what's right for you. So that's what we're going to do with you right now. I'm going to go ahead and test here on my lap. And I just want you again to say my knee pain. Okay. My knee pain. And I'm just going to ask this. Is, is she best served by working with energy work today? I say, yes. With meridians? No, it's chakra related, which means... So your chakra system embodies your, your, your perspective on the world. Okay. And, and in different circumstances, meridians from an emotional standpoint, Often are dealing with habituated responses or reactions to things, whereas chakras embody like how you actually see situations. And in a lot, a lot of times, when you're growing and you're changing your perspective about life and what's possible because you're upgrading it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you now want to do something different, are you doing something different? Are you embarking on something new right now? That's what I yes l- <laughs> you are. okay. So. So, because knees and hips often have to do with like moving things forward too. Okay, that makes sense. And so, so when I when I see that somebody has a chakra issue in its knees or hips, like, huh what are they what are they doing in their life that may be new where we have to shift their internalized perspective of who they are in the world mm-hmm. to then meet what they want to do so i have chakras so back to Hi, just buddy. focusing on focus on your needs so we have chakras and we're going to do that we're going to look at there is a fear so there's a priority fear somewhere from your past that is somehow blocking um, whatever you, whatever this is that you're doing. So one will, we can talk about what that is once I determine it. So that's priority. That's priority. that's priority. So first part. So I'm now testing a list of fears that I have here on my phone. One, two, three, interesting, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Interesting. I mean, this goes with what we were talking about. There's a a fear of fulfilling your destiny or not fulfilling your destiny. Okay. So the knee is like, Hmm should I go forward this with this or should I not? Because it's almost like fear of success or fear, fear of fa- failure here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and let's just see which chakra is affected. So just say releasing, would say releasing the fear of fulfilling my destiny. Can you just say that releasing, releasing the, fear. the fear of fulfilling my destiny? Okay. So it's a third chakra imbalance third chakra is your identity center it's a it really embodies who you are what you feel you are and how you serve in the world it also helps you understand what you truly want and it helps you be conscious of that and feel the power to ultimately attain it Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so I know you're facing something new um
0: is there anything you want to share Sure. I mean, you have I a spot think, here, but yeah, no, it's okay. I think, um, so I come from like a TV entertainment world. I've always been in that world. That's all I've ever known. All I've ever worked in. Um, I'm a, you know, singer, performer, the whole thing, but also have worked in TV my entire career. And I'm in school to become a marriage and family therapist. Oh, and wow. while that is so aligned for me, it almost feels like I'm coming back to a past life. It's just amazing. Um, It's so different than like anything I've done. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to do it the sort of traditional route. That's just never going to be me. I'm not going to, I can't see myself in a private practice 24 seven with clients back to back. I'm more of the, like, I'd rather be on camera being an expert or an advisor, like, you know, doing, I mean, I have a podcast, obviously this is way more my speed, (laughs) So I think the old part of me is like, no, we still really want to perform in a way. But the new part of me is like, yeah, but can we blend them together to make them something new? And I think that might be the push pull. The other pain I've had for like, oh my God, probably two months is in my right um, hip flexor. It's like right where the top of my femur is into my hip. And it's just Super annoying. So, so
1: it's was interesting. Like, so, you got your yang side and your yin side, and you have knees and hips, and they're they really both are very much about moving forward. And so, it's interesting because you are embarking on this new career, mm-hmm. and that's very young. Like, I want to go do this, but your yin side is like, but is this aligned with my heart, and is this aligned with my history? Um, can we sustain doing this in a way that feels like me, like, you know, like yourself. And I think that that's the big question. So I can see how the yin and yang sides are both involved in this. And I want to work with this chakra and then we can see, you know, if there's any change, maybe you get up and just see if there's any difference in the way these joints feel. And, um, and what might, what could be some action steps that you could do for yourself that would, Make more sense to your identity and your heart moving forward. And one of the things I just want everybody to get out there is that our upsets and our pain usually are a sign from our body, whether it's pain in the form of physical pain or any kind of upset in terms of emotional pain, there are signs that, hey, something's not quite right. It's your body's way of saying, hey, stop for a second. Look at what's happening here and listen to your heart. Mm -hmm. And I think in your case, the listening to your heart, some of the answers that you just gave yourself and all of us is that I don't necessarily have to do this a traditional way. Like that, the young idea of like, you kind of should do this or you have to do this in a way, doesn't necessarily have to be that way. If you look at this from a more yin perspective, that's more of an internal, um, an internalized way to seek from your own heart, you know, what feels right to you, that's how you can combine yang energy and move this forward with yin acceptance and acknowledgement of what you desire to create a fulfilling career. And for anybody out there, I'm a perfect example. I did not grow up saying I want to be a freaking energy worker, right? Yeah. Nobody even knew what energy work was when I was a kid. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, I was reading books that were, you know, healing books and, you know, by different people like Carolyn Meese and, and, um, who else did I read when I was a kid? The Seed of the soul, mm-hmm. um, all these different books that I w- was inspired by. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, you know, Aunt, where's her name? Ann Miller, the drama of the gifted child, which is a psychology of my, one of my favorite books about, about codependency, you yeah. know, and I was reading all of this stuff and it was feeding me. And I think kind of motivating me in a direction of a healing career, but I didn't get here until I was in my late twenties, early thirties. And so I did not grow up thinking I wanted to be this, but I followed my heart and I, you know, I was a professional dancer. Then I moved into personal training because I wanted to help people move the way I love to move. Mm -hmm. And then I was working with all these people with injuries and I myself got injured in chronic fatigue, looked for my own answers, started doing energy medicine. And I've morphed my business into this online you know, teaching platform that helps people all over the world now. And, you know, you know, people do my work in Australia, in London, in India, it's wild. And so, you know, I'm able to help people in a way that I was helped. And it just, it brings me so much joy, but this was not a path that I knew existed. And so it's proof of what Rumi says, follow your heart It Mm -hmm. always knows, It is not quite the way he says it, but I follow your heart, it always knows the best way. Mm -hmm. And what that means is I'm giving everybody permission and you permission too, to sink into what parts of what you're doing speak to your heart. And you move into and spend time doing those things and you will create the path that is right for you. Mm -hmm. It's like creating your own yellow brick road. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That's very um, serendipitous that you should say that. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: yeah. And so, so, and so the exercise I want to give you and I want to give everybody out there. So everybody watching this, you can think about anything that would, I want to make this pertinent to you. So think about anything in your life that you feel like you want to do, but you're not quite sure how to do it. And it could literally, it could be something that's not even career related. It could be, oh, I want to start working out and I'm not sure what the best way to do it is that would keep me motivated. You know, it could be something like, you know, I want to get out there and date in the world and I don't know how to do it in a way that's going to feel good to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So think about something that you want to do, but you're not quite sure how to do it in a way that feels right. Okay. So bring that up for yourself. You're, you're obviously going to think about your career move. And as you hold with your, um, put one hand on your forehead. Okay. The other hand is going to go above your belly button. So right um, on your third chakra, and this okay. is your identity center. And you're just going to tap your third chakra as you have your hand on your head. And so what we're doing is we're stimulating energy movement through the chakra. And when we do this and stimulate it, your chakras have energy from your past and they spin to the left, okay? And as we tap it, we are breaking up old energy that's no longer needed, okay? And we are aligning that chakra with new energy that's related to what we're saying that's gonna help you support what you desire, okay? So as you tap, Just want you to say out loud, I can do this my way.
0: I can do this my way. I can do this in a way that's aligned with my heart. I can do this in a way that's aligned with my heart. I can do this in a way that brings me joy. I can do this in a way that brings me joy. I can do this in a way that feels inspired and energized. I can do this in a way that feels inspired and energized. All I have to do all I have to do is pursue what brings me bliss is pursue. What brings me bliss. All I have to
1: do is lean into parts of this that are interesting to me.
0: All I have to do is lean into the parts that are interesting to me and my interest. And my interest and my curiosity, my curiosity will lead me will lead me down the right and perfect path for me down the right and perfect path for me. My heart, my heart always
1: knows the best way for me.
0: Always knows the best way for me. (laughs) Pause here and then take a deep breath and exhale.
1: And then just bring your hands on. I'm going to retest that previous phrase. So I want you to say, um, fulfilling my destiny. Fulfilling my destiny. So now, how does it feel if you lean into this energetically, like and emotionally, when you think about it? Like, how does it feel, the idea of moving into being a marriage counselor in some way? Because it
0: doesn't have to be the way you think it has to be. It feels exciting because it feels so much more expanded than what I want slash wanted in entertainment for me for myself. It feels so much more soul aligned and purpose driven. And it feels like it can still be really fun in a bigger kind of way than like, you're trapped in a room all day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a million different ways to do this. And if you, and what might be interesting for you too, is to think about, you know, you know, from an action step, maybe keep a journal and it's just a list of, aspects of this that really touch move and inspire you like I feel inspired when I read this or I talk about this or so you get a sense of like what what really moves you about about this subject matter and Mm -hmm. your heart's going to draw you in the right direction and who knows you might wind up this podcast might morph into, you know, you may be doing a segment a month on, you know, marriage counseling and mm-hmm. how you can resolve conflict within partnerships. Yes, <laughs> you, know, you could easily do that, and who right. you knows? You may be on the street interviewing people about what is the state of their marriage and what are their biggest issues. Mm-hmm. Who, it, it, there's a million different ways this could go, and when I really look back in my own career and I look at themes. I became a professional dancer, and you know, got to tour the world as, as a modern dancer. You know, and and the reason I did it though is because I wanted people to feel the joy of movement. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm still doing that. I'm helping people enjoy the movement of their own emotions and their own energy and the relief that can provide.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I'm just doing it a really different way. So at the heart of it all, it's interesting. I'm still doing what what always touched me and inspired me, but from a really different standpoint now. And so that's another thing that could be interesting is to look at, you know, what are the fundamental aspects of this that really turn me on? And, you know, you know, how does that relate to what I've done in the past in TV? And so how could I continue to, to use the aspects of, you know, my training in TV to create more awareness around this, to right. help more people in a, in a, in a bigger
0: way? Right. I so agree with you. And that feels so, so right as we were doing. And by the way, tapping, we did tapping the first time we met and it was amazing. Not, you're not normally looking at yourself on a zoom when you're doing tapping with yourself or with others, but I remember looking at myself after we did tapping and I, my hair was like all crazy and I looked a mess, but it was really good because you could see that like something had changed, like truly something had changed. Um, and if that's, if you guys have not done tapping before, but it, it's amazing. Like when you were asking me questions question or when you were making statements this time, um, there was one statement and I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember feeling like the push pull, like in that statement, I was like, Ooh, that feels, that feels scary. I don't know if I want to give that up because my heart's like, no, 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 And, uh, but I think it's just that I need to figure it out. I have to keep waiting for like the unfolding to happen. It's sometimes you just can't figure it out yet. It's just not there yet. The answers aren't there.
1: Well, I think we have to give ourselves time and space and, and not, I, and we, we never want to do that. Right. We want everything to be solved in a minute. And the reality is that you need to give yourself time to figure out what parts of this do touch movement inspire you?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: I'm really focused on more of the emotional stuff now because of all the work that I did in the physic with the physical. Mm-hmm. And I just find me, I find the emotional work often so drives the physical. Yeah. And a lot of times when I'm working with people that are, that are only of the capacity in the moment to just deal with the physical, mm-hmm. The physical issue does not resolve as quickly as those people that really want to get into the emotional because the emotional drives so much. Again, I really believe, you know, our bodies, when we have any kind of pain, they're usually trying to tell us something, you know, they're trying to tell us that something that's happening in our life is not necessarily aligned with what our heart desires. That's what I think.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So interesting, you guys! Ah, oh, so good. I just love what you do. You're amazing. It, it truly was such a beautiful experience to meet with you the first time and now the second time. Um, what would you like as a last sort of thought to leave people with? What What is the most important thing that they can think about or do in this moment if they are dealing with maybe chronic pain or you know of the sort? that they could actually do today to actually help them besides obviously finding you, which we will do in a second.
1: (laughs) I think it's what I said earlier. Like if you can stop and rather than trying to subjugate your feelings or push through pain, stop and maybe look at what it's trying to tell you. So stop, look at what's happening in your life and see like maybe where you're not happy maybe look at what what where you feel like there's some some kind of internal conflict with what's happening and how your heart really feels because then if you listen to your heart again it's going to point you in the right direction so if you can stop look and see what's happening see what's upsetting and then listen to your heart and ask yourself what do I want in this situation and a lot of times, like I know if you just have a physical pain, you might be like, well, I just want the pain to go away. You know, you also can say, what might this pain be related to? So what am I doing right now in my life that maybe seems big or scary? Or, like, what is the thing that could be causing me some anxiety right now? And ask yourself in any conflicting situation, what do you want? Because mm-hmm. in most cases... If you can give yourself support, if you can give yourself something that helps you in some way, move something forward, uh, then you can wind up moving forward with much greater ease. But when you just try and say, oh, no, I have to do this or I should do this and it's not aligned with your heart, it's going to be way harder to do and it's going to take longer. It's just not It's not energetically efficient. Right. If you can find out what you want and then act in a way that's aligned with what you want, usually there's a way to fulfill your own needs and achieve your goal.
0: But we don't always yeah. trust that. I was just going to say, what if you're just afraid to do it? You're afraid to have what you want, and you're just afraid of the unknown. I mean... What can you do? Is that there, just a personal thing?
1: <laughs> one, one of the things with the unknown is that we don't... So fear of the unknown often for me and my clients is fear of, of not feeling supported or safe in the future. Mm-hmm. So if you can realize that you actually can make choices, we all can, that help us stay safe and free. And also we can make choices that support us even. So it's not just about safety and freedom. It's also about like, how do I get help with this? Yeah, and and often we have to, we feel like we have to do it on our own, or we feel like we, you know, we have to do it without support. That's why I'm saying, asking the question, what do I want? What do I need? What will make this easier? These are questions you can ask yourself. And uh, I think the thing I'm going to give you all a gift. I want to give you a. I have a chakra clearing routine that affects every chakra. And what it does is it works with the wisdom inherent in each chakra. The first phrase that I I work with, with the root chakra, is about just saying, I can make choices which help me stay safe and free. And so just reiterating that you can have that. You can better understand what you want. And you have the power to ask for it that's third chakra you know you are enough and you have enough to have what you want so there's all this wisdom in all the chakras that if you can help to bring out the wisdom in each chakra you can often overcome fears and old limiting perspectives that would keep you from moving forward and again most of the limiting perspectives about fear of the unknown or fear of success is the fear that we won't be supported through it, or maybe that we are not enough or not worthy of it. Mm -hmm. And if we work at anything, we're worthy of it, right? I mean, and I think we're all worthy of having anything we desire. Mm -hmm. And when when you're willing to take action to achieve what you want, you're putting the time and effort in. So of course, you can have what you want. You just have to believe it's possible and give yourself what you need to achieve it.
0: I love this. I'm going to just piggyback on that because I keep thinking about the four agreements right now. Or no, no, I'm so sorry. I keep thinking about The Alchemist. That's right. Mm. Both great books. (laughs) Um, But I keep thinking about in The Alchemist, it's follow the signs. Just follow the signs. And as you go along the journey, pay attention to the things that come up for you and come up to you to help you find your way down that path. Because sometimes it does look different. But as long as you trust yourself is what you're saying, you can keep moving down the path, you know. And and to not be rigid or stubborn or it has to be this way, like really releasing that so that you can feel free while still feeling supported because you check in with you. Think, ah, I love it, Lara. You're just amazing. Tell people how they can find you.
1: <laughs> you can find me at my site, lararigio.com, L A L-A-R-A. R A. R-I-G-G-I-O dot com and I'm going to send you a link to the exercise I mentioned for the free gift so that you guys can have that chakra clearing routine and really feel the power of this work because I want to put it in your hands so that you too can turn pain to possibility and open your perspective of what's possible because you can have anything you desire you just have to believe it And then act on, on that, on those positive beliefs. So, and your heart always
0: knows the best way. That's the other thing I'm going to say. (laughs) It's so true. Thank you so much. This has just been awesome. My pleasure. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube at That Girl, The Podcast.